guys. What's going on? We're here today, like always, as always, episode... See, we're at a little bit of a crossroads here. Do we do we go episode one of season two, or are we going to stick with the episode 18 and let this thing roll out? I don't know. I mean, new year, new racing season. What do you guys think? I don't know. I, <laughs> I vote season one, or season two, episode one. Oh, man, I'm kind of I'm kind of hooked to that continuous number though. <laughs> you know, you like that uh, that we're consistent and yeah. always here. Okay, we'll go season two, episode one. If you guys don't like that, let us know, and we'll keep it changed. We'll change it up. Yeah. I think everybody's going to be okay with it. Man, we got an <laughs> awesome show for you guys today. This is the official preseason show for the 450 Supercross Series. Brandon, you pumped? Oh, man, I'm so excited. I'm like... I'm like that little kid waiting for Christmas, you know what I'm saying? We got a, we got a uh, special guest coming on the line today to help us uh, get this all figured out. We'll introduce him here in a minute, but uh, we're doing it a little bit different uh, than what your typical season previews would be. We kind of we got like a showdown going on. We got head-to-head matchups, and we're going to see who comes out on top in the end. Yeah, you got to mix it up a little bit. You know, everybody usually does. They're like, oh, you know, who's going to do this? So let's, you know, we figured we'd uh, mix it up a little bit and go to head-to-head. We put a poll out on Instagram this morning, and and we got some pretty interesting feedback. We uh, put our matchups on Instagram, and uh, so a few surprising uh yeah. Wins. Uh, we'll sh- we'll share the percentage pie of what uh, which e- what what each rider got uh, here in a second. But a uh, huge turnout for that, uh, that poll poll, yeah. poll this morning. It was pretty awesome. Yes. How many people got on and voted? So <laughs> sounds like you that. guys are ready from you guys are ready for some racing as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody's digging at it. But uh, before we do that, do you want to hit our Facebook and Instagram? Yep. Make sure you guys like and follow us on Instagram. Splitline. Splitline underscore off-road, and on Facebook, it's just Splitline Off-Road. Uh, we're posting content pretty much daily, um, getting some interactive stuff. Like, we like that uh, um, that poll that we put up today. You guys get in the mix with it and uh, see what you guys think, what's going to go happen this year in Supercross, and, and uh, we like uh, the interaction we have with you guys, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I think you were telling me earlier you actually set up a fantasy league on Pulp MX. Yes, our fantasy league is currently up. <clears throat> so if you go on pulpmx.com, um, you can sign up for the fantasy uh, Supercross. You don't have to pay to do this. It's a free league. You can pay if you want. I went ahead and paid so I could get you know entered into possibly win the pulp stuff. Yeah, all the pulp stuff. But you don't have to. But if you go and join our league, it is split line off road. Um, so and you'll have our logo up there. You guys know what it looks like. So go join that, and we'll have some fun this Supercross season, and uh, see if we can, you know, get some bragging rights, and yeah. and uh, see if we can get a decent amount of people in there and have some fun with it. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm always excited for fantasy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do any fantasy football this year just because of politics, but uh, I'm super <laughs> excited for uh, for some uh, fantasy Supercross. Yeah, pulp fantasy is fun too. It's it's yeah. it's interesting. It gets you involved with a lot of the privateer guys, so you can learn a lot about those guys and and um, uh, get kind of really a bigger and better understanding of the sport in general because uh, you're not just focused on the top five riders and you're looking at, you know, if your guy makes it into the main event, he can score you the most points yeah. of all. But if I, he doesn't make it in, he gets you nothing. It's it's pretty cool. I'll tell you what, what's really tricky is if you gamble on the 
the leader for the first lap. That is a tricky one. Yes, it is. You can lose or you can win big. And, and I, I honestly, I don't think I ever pick them. I did it like one time. I was like, oh, I lost really big. I can't. I'm bad about picking because <laughs> <laughs> my oh, thoughts shit. are I pick I pick one, so I pick one for the 250 and the 450, and then I either win big <laughs> or lose big. Yeah, and so. I typically lose big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but So we're going to go ahead and get this podcast started. Today we're going to be having RJ Brandenburg on the line today. He's going to help us kind of get this sorted out. We're going to go through our matchups. Brandon, you want to go first to last or last to first? Oh, man, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll do the uh – We'll do the big ones last, mm-hmm. the little build-up. You know yep, what I'm saying? That way you guys don't be skipping through the podcast That's or, right. or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or getting off here early. So uh, so we're going to go ahead and bring uh, um, RJ on, and uh, we'll be back in a second, guys. All right, guys, we're back. We uh, got RJ on the line with us, and we're going to go ahead and start talking this uh, – the Supercross thing out, man. Supercross thing out, yeah. We got our brackets set. Not really brackets, but just head-to-head stuff going on. But, uh, hey, RJ, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, guys. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. Yeah. We figured uh, definitely one of the people we know that, that, that knows enough about this sport to help us uh, navigate through this thing. So Yeah, make it a little interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, RJ, what do you think of the schedule uh, that came out the most recent schedule. I'm sure there's probably going to be more changes in it, but uh, what's your opinion on, on what they did with the schedule? I mean, um, a lot of the races are in the East Coast, which which is a lot different because a lot of the industry is um, in the West Coast, like more in California. And with, uh, with that being said, I mean, the, the, race, the races that aren't in California makes it tough and a lot of the guys are moving to Florida, which, which I guess is a good thing. I mean, um, but yeah, no, no races in Cali, so that's that's a lot different. And originally, they were going to be going um, kind of east, west, east, west, a little bit more uh, sporadically. But it looks like as of now, what is it, Brandon? Four or five uh, straight East Coast races before we even get into the West Coast. So that's another new change because we're always seven. Seven? Seven straight East Coast. Wow. So we're used to it being the opposite way around. And there's usually like what, like five or six rounds before an East Coast round? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. But I mean, even though it is seven races, we're not looking at a typical like seven weeks. You're looking at more of like three weeks because of the. the midweek races that we're going to have this year. Yeah. So that's interesting too. Yeah, it's crazy because like right now they're going uh, like three rounds, almost about three rounds per venue. Yeah. So like I think the race, like one race is going to be on Saturday, then it's going to be on Tuesday, and then it's going to be back Saturday again. So it's it's kind of weird. And then it's also going to throw us off on our fantasy picks. Yeah. Um, and then um, guys like Ken Roxon, you got to probably going to have to worry about is he going to get recovery fast enough? And certain, you know, certain guys are going to have, can they recover fast enough to get, for Tuesday and then the Saturday, you know. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think um, – go ahead. No, no you're good. Go ahead, RJ. Oh, I think the, um, the training is going to be a little different because they're going to be stuck in that area, and they won't be able to do the hard training through the week. So it's kind of – it's going to be a little different um, for some of the guys that train a lot. They're going to have to – it's gonna it's gonna uh, adjust the playing field. Yeah, for sure. I know what you're saying there because like, right? You know, the first three rounds are in Houston, 
and it's going to be Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, who's going to want to leave Houston for, you know, to fly out there, they go back to their training facility to even do anything. Well, if it's anything like Salt Lake, they weren't allowed to leave because the, once they took the test, they had to kind of stay in that in that place. So, And we don't even know how often they're going to have to be tested for COVID yeah. uh, throughout this thing. Are they going to have to be tested each time I, they I move to a new venue? Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, they do. So, yeah. So if they have to be tested each time they move to a new venue, then they're not going to be able to leave that venue or that area um, in between those races. So it's a, and another thing that's interesting is uh, where they took out the Arizona races and they put in the uh, Orlando rounds. That's going to be another kind of what I'm assuming is going to be more of an outdoor style track, kind of like Daytona because it's in that camping world um, venue, which is a, which is a racetrack just like, Daytona. Which is, it's kind of weird because I was looking at the schedule right here when they do that. When they did that, they didn't add a Tuesday event in. So it's just going to be Saturday and then Saturday. So we're not going to have a Tuesday race in between that race. Okay. So it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I got, a, I got a small little story about that uh, stadium. Yeah. Uh, back, in, back in 2018, WU played in that stadium against Syracuse. Oh, yeah, the Camping, and, World, uh, the camping World game. Yep. Yeah, I actually flew down there and um, I watched it in the stadium. So I've been I've been to that stadium before. That's cool. That's very cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so do you, as far as looking at that stadium, how, I mean, are they going to be able to have a big room for layout like they do at Daytona, or, or is it going to be more of an indie style? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, if you look at um, like Glendale Supercross, they had the real big uh, start straight. And the long loop section. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Camping World Stadium will be like, you know, long set of loops, a long start because it's a football field. So I'm thinking it's going to be big. Okay, awesome, Let's awesome. Hope. So with that being said, let's get into our let's get into our uh, some featured head -to -heads. yeah some head to heads here. So um, as you guys saw, we uh, put a uh, poll out and we did Tomac versus Webb. Roxon versus Osborne, AC versus Anderson, um, Barsha versus Marvin, um, Sexton versus Dylan, and Mookie versus Dino. So we kind of um, want some of the bigger players in the series. We, we, we paired them up on who we thought would end up being kind of close in the series, and, and uh, we uh, took polls on wh what you guys thought would win. So we're going to um, – share what those polls were but we're going to start off with the uh, the rookies of the series the Sexton and Dylan Fernandez um matchup um you guys came out <clears throat> and uh, you guys came out in strong support <laughs> of Sexton 74 voted of you voted for Sexton and 26 voted for uh uh voted for Dylan so um that's that's crazy, guys. Uh, guys, you guys hate you guys hate French people. Oh man, it must be the French thing. I mean, I understand. I was a little upset last year with them with Christian Craig with the whole thing there, and I guess it's just part of racing. I try to look past that stuff, you know, as being a true fan of the sport. But uh, I'm really surprised because Dylan's, if he's as fa any as close as fast as he is on a 250 on that 450, he's gonna be he's gonna be something special. True. There's a lot of things going into this this matchup though because. You know, 
Sexton has has gate drop experience with the 450 group, mm-hmm. uh, being all summer with the uh, the outdoor series. So that that's going to play a factor too, because you know he even though it's not Supercross, he has more he has race time with those guys, so he understands a little bit more of what he's getting himself into. And then also we got to think about Dylan coming off of that hand injury as well. Yeah. RJ, what do you think about this yeah, matchup? He, he, <laughs> Yeah, he had a pretty tough go, and I've heard from behind the scenes about Ferrandis. He's pretty stiff right now, um, so he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a little bit of tough time. I, I don't know if he'll wreck as much as AC, but I hope I hope not as much. But <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Sexton has the overall better chance uh, for the championship, like top five. You know. Yeah. So you're going you're going with Sexton for that matchup. Yeah, I believe Sexton Sexton has a good um, good base and good training and everything. Sexton is like a uh, he reminds me of Dungey. He's real smooth, and and he fits that four fifty well. Tall, lanky guy, but he looks like he's going to going to come into the series and just be a real smooth player. Like I don't remember seeing him even go down much uh, during the outdoor season. He was just a smooth. Um, methodical rider, and and that's what you're looking for when you're looking to see somebody step up into the uh, 450 crowd. And at a, such a young age, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean Chase Sexton, he's he's just one. Of, he's a likable guy as a fan. I think um, he always puts out good Instagram videos and and um, on social media. And then you know, I think it was, I thought it was really cool. I think he brought out brought out the uh, Michael Jordan because he's number 23, yeah, yeah. had the Jordan jersey and uh stuff like that so that's pretty cool I think that was in colorado when he did that yeah yeah so that i mean that's just pretty the cool. one thing is the one thing is um with sexton and roxon they um they're both on the 2021 crf uh-huh. so it's a little bit it's a little bit of new um technology compared to the 2020 that uh moto concept's going to be on so that's that's going to be a little different with the new bikes. Yeah, especially because they're not going to have much training with them. And then also heard that there's not very many parts available for the 21s out there. So Right, so is that an advantage or a disadvantage a little bit? Yeah, it's, it's going to be – it's probably going to be a little bit of a learning experience, and especially coming, like you said, coming from the outdoors where everything's a little bit more open. You can open that 450 up a little bit, room for error. You're going to be coming in these tight, tight spaces with all that 450 power – and all more more about timing than yeah. it is anything else. So it's going to be interesting. So Brandon, and I, okay, and go, I think oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, RJ. And I think with uh, I think with Roxon being in your corner, uh, he's such a likable guy. I mean, having him as a teammate, I, it's got to be good because I mean, look at Brayton. He was with Roxon and he was great. So I mean, I, I assume Sexton's going to be good too. Yeah. And then another thing, you're talking about being in your corner. I think he's been working with James Stewart. So Yes, he has. If you have Bubba Stewart in your corner, you know, one of the all-time greats of Supercross that, I mean, doesn't have a lot of championships, you know. He'll he'll teach you how to Bubba scrub. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. So, but that's an interesting point with Roxon and and, and Sexton being on the same team. Um, You know, my only thing with that is, is – with Roxon and Brayton, Brayton was definitely the number two rider, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long Sexton wants to be a, the number two rider. He's going to want to come out and, and, and show up and, and maybe even show up uh, Roxon 
and that, that might be one of those things where you kind of have a little bit of uh, animosity towards each other from the get-go. So I'm kind of interested to see how that relationship uh, develops being teammates. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about rookies also, um, I'll throw this in here. I know we didn't have it on the polls or anything, but uh, Max Anstein yes, and I Brandon, Brandon Hartrath, yep. uh, he's moving up on that, I think it's HEP um, Suzuki team. Yes. So they're they're both are going to be rookies too. It's going to be interesting to see because Max Anstein he was pretty good outdoors. I just don't know how he's going to handle the indoor stuff. Well, he was here at one point in time in the U.S. and he did he race. I think he raced a little bit of indoors, didn't he? I'm I'm not sure. I didn't look too back in that. RJ, you know anything about that? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, he he had a, a pretty bad lung injury and he was he was off the bike for a little while. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's. I'm not sure if he did much, did much riding, um, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I think Brandon Hartrath is is the kind of the one that I was looking for because he ha- he was uh he's a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy, and he always did pretty decent on the 250. So he's he one looks of those, like he's on a mini bike out there when he's on that 250. Yeah. So <laughs> stepping up to the 450, I'm kind of interested. I'm interesting to see if he's going to be like an underdog rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he might be somebody to watch for sure. Did you see? Did you see who their main sponsor is? No, who's that? For Hep. Uh-uh. Twisted Tea. Oh, Twisted Tea. He gets Twisted smacked. Tea. You believe that? <laughs> crazy. Brandon Hartrath's coming out and giving you the t- Twisted Tea smack. That's awesome. Yeah. This is the perfect year to be sponsored by, by Twisted, Twisted Tea. tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. I mean, if Supercross doesn't use that to their advantage and, like, so, you know, like, Especially if he does good or something. Like. They won't. They won't. They'll be too straight edge to do that. <laughs> oh, shoot, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. That's interesting. Yeah. So, Brandon, uh, RJ picks Sexton. Who you got for that matchup? I'm going to have to go Sexton as well. I mean, like I said, Fernandez going to be a tough guy, but Sexton, Sexton definitely got the upper hand, I think, right now. So, with Dylan, we didn't talk about – we didn't talk much about him yet. So – what I'm looking for him is, you know, when we saw him ride um, in the 250s, it seemed like if he didn't get a good, good, good start, mm-hmm. he almost raced frantic, right? Yeah. So he came out, made some mistakes, but he rode the tail end off of that bike to get to the front. Uh, I'm thinking of the race where he, uh, where, he, where he, you know, where he passed Jet Lawrence. That was a heck of a race. Well, it was also the race that he went down with, with Christian Craig. Craig. Yeah. So he was racing frantic mm-hmm. from the beginning. I think that that intensity is good, but is it going to be good for a 450? We don't know that yet. If he's able to run with that intensity, you know, he's somebody that could be up front and be up front in a hurry. And um, uh, just to be different, I like the Sexton pick, but I'm going to go with with, uh, Dylan. (laughs) Because I think that – I think that, you know, he's coming off of back-to-back-to-back championships – you know, being the super two Supercross wins and then last year's outdoors. So I think that he's in a good spot. Um, he might be a little slow out of the gate due to the injury, slowing him down with uh, training and, and prep. And as RJ said, he might be a little bit stiff. But um, I think that if he can stay healthy, he's going to uh, turn it up towards the end of the season. The only thing I have against what he's what he's getting ready to do is if you watch, look, Aaron Plessinger, Cooper Webb, um, Coming up on the uh, Yamaha, yeah, yeah, all these good, great, great guys on two fifties, outdoor champions, indoor champions, go to Yamaha on that four fifty, not the two fifty, the four fifty, mm-hmm. 
it seems like something doesn't click on that 450 team. So does it help that he's staying with Star though? Maybe. I mean, they're, I think they're new too. So they're, right. They're so it might be a learning curve for everybody there. Yeah, for everybody there. So yeah, they they said that um, the main Yamaha uh, rig is going to fund uh, Star Racing, and then Star is going to be the main um, person to um, innovate the YZ450. So that's kind of cool. I think they'll have a lot more innovation on the YZ450. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's good news. Yeah. yeah. Especially yep. for Yamaha on the 450 side, that's but for sure. sometimes innovation takes a little bit of time. So yes. we'll see. We'll see. And that got, kind of goes with the narrative that I'm trying to play out here, that <laughs> Dylan might be a little bit slow warming up. But um, once he – figures it out, and if he can stay healthy, I think that he's going to be a force to reckon with. And we're also going to see if he's uh, willing to bang bars with some of the big guys in the sport, yeah, well, which might not take it as well as the yeah, 250 you boys. You come up on Bam Bam and try to throw, uh, <laughs> knock him out, Bam Bam's coming coming for you. So. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So, that's and, for- and Webb, too. Webb, buddy. Webb, Webb and Anderson, those guys like to throw, or aren't scared to bump you out of the way. So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I think with that, we're ready to move on to our next matchup. Yep. Next matchup, we're going to be doing Dino versus Mookie. This is an interesting one yep. because both of these guys have had some injuries to deal with in the past few years, and both of these guys so far have been pretty injury-free for a while. Yeah, I mean, Malcolm coming off uh, the broken leg year before last year came and had had a pretty consecutive uh, result, and um, – was showed some speed, showed some speed, but that was on the Honda. We're we're moving over to the Yamaha now, right? So, but he's a big guy. Yeah, so he's he a bigger sh- guy. Yeah, yep. Those Yamahas seem to, f- if they're going to favor anybody, favor bigger guys. Right. Yeah, get that. You know, the just- videos I've watched, the videos I've watched of Malcolm, he's just he looks amazing on it. Just is he just <laughs> blowing up the, uh, uh, blowing up the, um, the whoop sections. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's just—he's all over, you know, social media. He looks great on it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he—he kind of looked a little thinner too. Looks like he's a little bit in shape. I don't know what he's been doing, but uh, Mookie's always been a well, bigger guy. Well, I believe he's—he's in—is uh, he in Cali? I believe he is. Yeah, I think yes. he's out in Cali. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's got to be different for him because you know Stewart's compound is in Florida, so he's training in. In California, that's got to be a little different. Probably getting away from mom's home cooking, I guess, down there. <laughs> <laughs> getting away from the good bass fishing as well, too, yeah, that's, huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> shoot. But uh, that, that's also going to be interesting. And then uh, Dino, uh, just a little update with him. I mean, he's new training program for him yep. this year with Alden Baker down there. So he's going to be one of the guys that you want to watch to see if he can – handle all that training if that's going to be suitable for him a lot of guys that works for um you know guys like ken roxon said it wasn't for him uh i think bubba stewart eventually walked away from outer baker because it was just like too much too much working out i want to be more on the bike jason anderson just walked away yeah. Yeah. so <clears throat> is it going to suit dino i mean the videos i've seen dino looks good dino looks looks good on video but i mean a lot of people do uh, so it's going to be interesting. I think the biggest benefit from the Baker's Factory, uh, besides the program itself, is the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Because he's going to be there with Osborne. He's going to be there with Webb. Um, if you can gauge yourself off of those guys and you feel like you're doing good compared to those guys, I mean, you're just 
you're gauging yourself off of the past 450 outdoor champ and uh, the once removed uh, Supercross champ. So you're in pretty good company. Yeah. What's your take on that, RJ? Yeah, I believe. I mean, I love Dino. He's such a he's such a good guy. I mean, I I want to see him do good. I hate seeing him wreck because he's he's so good. And um, I've been watching him since amateur ranks. He was he was great at Loretta Lynn's and and um, him on that Rockstar Husky. I mean, I I just want to see him do good. Yeah, for sure. Um, what the what did the people say on that one, Coop? The people. This is our closest uh, battle of the day. And uh, as of right now, um, Mookie is sitting at 52% and Dino's at 48%. So that's a pretty close battle. And, uh, and we're getting, like, there's been over 50 people, 50, 60 people vote for, for, these, uh, for these things. And it's only been up for, like, six hours. So yeah. that's pretty awesome, uh, the amount of people that are voting. And then the voting's so close. So that's a good matchup there. So uh, I'm going to have to give the nod for me personally to Mookie. I Mookie. think that, I think that uh, Malcolm's going to be, I think he's going to be, a, you know, the more I think about it though, <laughs> I might be waffling a little bit because Dino is on the same program that he was on last year and he's building versus Mookie having to kind of rebuild a little bit on a new program. So you I'm switching. He's switching. I'm switching already. I'm going to go Dino. I'm going to go Dino. What about you, RJ? What do you think? Uh, yeah, that that's a tough one. Um, I would say Malcolm, uh, the way he's riding, um, I think he should, he'll be maybe one or two spots ahead of Dino, but I think they'll battle the whole season, um, and, and do really well together, you know, fight for a chance, fight for, uh, places. Where do you see them, like on a typical race day, where do you see those guys running? Uh, I would say um, between top five, top ten, yeah. between that. There's so many good guys. It's, it's hard to put them in top five. Yeah, It's an insanely stacked class. And almost any other year, you're looking at Mookie or Dino, and you're thinking, oh, you're a top five guy. Easy. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like you're just you're adding – people into this puzzle like you're just adding Sexton and Dylan and those guys are not going to be happy with outside the top 10 finishes but but when we're looking at this sheet right now we have uh six eight we got 12 guys that we're that we're talking about right now and 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 if any of those guys finish huh (laughs) and there's other players there's other players any any of those guys finish out of the top 10 they're gonna be mad so so we're we're like cutting and splitting hairs here yeah yeah, for sure. Um, I think I would have to go. Oh man, that's a hard, hard choice because <laughs> see, Cooper went Dino. Or no, you went Mookie. Did no, I went Mookie? Dino. Then I went back to oh, Dino. Right. He yeah, I waffled. And then RJ went uh, Dino. So man, no, RJ went Mookie. Did he? Went, no, oh, I, I went with Mookie. Oh yeah. shoot! <laughs> you went against you went against Husky. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I, I ride. I ride too Husqvarna. So that's, that's tough for me. But, yeah, that's hard, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Osborne train too. I mean, Osborne's a good rider too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, man, man, I really like Dino. I mean, Dino, but man, it's a hard choice. <laughs> it's a hard choice. It's, it's a 50-50 <laughs> toss-up. Um, I think I see Malcolm being more consistent, maybe. Okay. Um. We'll go with Malcolm, I guess. I guess I'll go with Mook. Even though I'm a big Dino fan, I love Dino, uh, Dean Wilson. 
So. So we got two Mookies and one Dino. Yeah. All right, I like it. I like it. That's a, that's a good that's a good matchup. We'll have to come back to that matchup throughout the season and see what they're doing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So what are we going to next? <sighs> Looks like we got up next. Justin Barsha, Marvin Muskin. Now, you got guys kind of on opposite paths here. Yeah. Marv's coming back. From Justin's switching teams. Mm-hmm. Marv's coming off a really good outdoor season with coming back from that injury. So. There's a lot of good things going on for Marv. You know, he's got that <clears throat> he's got that under his belt. So he's able to come into the Supercross season maybe a little bit more where he left off in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Mar- Marv's one of those guys that he's kind of running out of time, like Osborne uh, and yeah. some other guys like Roxanne and Osborne. Um, I, I still feel like Osborne just feels like a, like a young up-and-comer, though. But he's not. I know he's, he's not, not, but... I mean, Mar- Marv's, Marv's <laughs> in that basket. Um, I think KTM's looking for something from him. I think they've been looking for something from him for a yeah. while. Um, a lot of times he shows his speed. And other, and he's he's another kind of guy like AC, I think. He gets in that right position and has like a mistake. And, um, and then another mistake and another mistake. And then once he has a lot of mistakes, he, he just he's, – he's done. Yeah. Uh, it's just the way Marv has is. Has a mistake and then his girl's picking him up off the track. Yeah, hey, hey, Matilda, she's hot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, RJ agrees with me on that one. <laughs> yeah, but you oh, can't yeah, be having yeah. your girl picking you up off the track. You got to be a man. Get off me. You got to be a man. <laughs> hey, listen, when Bam Bam punch you, uh, punch you off the track, you need somebody to pick you up. <laughs> and he always seems like he gets uh, gets Bam Bam's uh, other end. Everywhere. Oh, he does. That's another aspect of this matchup that I wasn't even thinking about is the fact that Marvin's always getting the short end of the stick when it comes to Bam Bam because uh, Bam Bam punted him off the track at Redbud this year, yeah. didn't he, RJ? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he did, yes. I, I would say uh, Marvin, he's, he's a great rider. I just I'm not sure that he can be – a championship contender. Yeah, I, it's it's tough to tell. I mean, it, with Bam Bam, I mean Bam Bam's great. You know, he's he's on a new bike and everything, and and I think he'll he'll do really well because he's on a a steel frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'll be a lot better for him riding wise compared to the Yamaha. So yeah, for sure. Because I. Uh, I was watching some old video of Bam Bam when he came up on the Honda. I mean, I know Honda wasn't still frame. I don't think at that time, but he was on a different bike than that Yamaha, and he was he was great his first two years on the Honda. Um, I think he actually won some races and and was looking good. So he had that. <clears throat> that's when he was really had that Bam Bam mentality and that 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 style of kind of hanging it out there a lot. Um, and when he went to the Yamaha, it almost was like he lost that a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. You would see glimpses of it. Um, but it seemed like he kind of had to tame himself down a little bit. So I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see putting him on the gas gas, what he's able to do. Um, hearing interviews from him talking about the gas gas, he's pretty, pretty high on it. Mm-hmm. Talking about like, man, I didn't realize what I was missing out on <laughs> until yeah. now, like being on the KTM yeah. Husqvarna yeah. gas gas bike. But uh, uh, so I'm excited to see what Bam Bam's able to do. Is he able to finally show his true potential that we all know he has and do it on a consistent basis? It's the consistency thing. And like you were saying with Marv, <clears throat> um, I feel like unfo- – I love Marv, but I feel like the ship has kind of sailed on his – on his championship um, hopes. Uh, Cause I don't, I mean, if he couldn't win a championship, 
three years ago. How's he going to do it now in this class of the, you yeah. know, this class of riders? Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. Three years ago, Dungey was still a player, so. Yeah, Dungey was still a player, but you you didn't have. I mean, Dungey was also basically guaranteed a podium position every single yeah, race. Yeah. Can you sit here and honestly say, I don't think that anybody is going to finish on the podium every single race this year? I'd hope. I mean, uh, I hope Knox would be interesting, but uh, I mean, to me, we'll, which we'll get into it in a second. But I mean, you got. Tomac and Webb. Webb's consistent. If he's not hurt, Webb's consistent. Webb's consistent. Yes. If anybody could do it, I think it would be Webb. But we'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, RJ, what's your take on this this Bam Bam Marv? Well, well, with with Marvin back when Dungey and Marvin were on the same team, uh, Marvin was a second guy. You know, he he wasn't the main guy at KTM. They they wanted Dungey to win, and when Cooper. Um, filled the spot of Dungey. Um, Cooper was kind of, you know, he they didn't really know it was a toss up if if Marvin was going to be ahead of of Webb and 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 you know he and Webb just he pulled it off and he he took the number one spot at KTM and and Marvin kind of got pushed back. So it's just and and with the, with the amateur coming up, uh, Maximus Volland, he's he's riding for KTM too. I'm assuming. He's going to fill the spot of of Muskin here soon, um, so that you know it's it's just tough to see, you know. Yeah. So who you choose? So you're going Barsha? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Barsha because he back when uh, he was on Yamaha, he uh, he didn't have you know they they didn't give him much leeway on um, the bike situation and everything and. And with him being the proven guy for Gas Gas, um, letting him do everything, I mean, he should be one of the, the good guys on on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, it's a big toss up. Um, I think honestly, uh, I know you guys probably didn't, you didn't think about this probably, but coming back to East Coast, you know, you got Indianapolis three rounds. Mm-hmm. You got some tighter, probably a little bit tighter stadiums besides Daytona. Um, I think it's going to be more technical, and I think that's where Marvin Muskan um, really excels in. Um, so I'm going to say Marvin on this one. I love Bam Bam. I think he's going to do great. But I think Marvin is coming back. He's refreshed. He's still in that Alton Baker training program, and I think he's going to come out swinging, and I think Marvin's going to have a great year. Yeah, I – I like that that pick because of the uh, <clears throat> because of the technical riding that you're going to see on the East Coast more likely. But at, all, at the same time, Barsh has never been one for hard pack. Yeah. Uh, so he's also going to be benefiting a little bit from from being on the East Coast. He's an East Coast guy. He likes that uh, rutted out stuff and likes to be able to kind of bulldog a track almost like almost like a Tomac does. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like uh, um, Bam Bam kind of. Uh, <clears throat> rides with that bulldog mentality and and I think he's going to get a breath of fresh air being on the gas gas and not having to fight the the Yamaha fight fight team Yamaha <clears throat> yeah. trying to make the bike better he he's going to I think that he's going to be able to edge out Marv uh for this position but I I think that these guys are going to be battling in that uh 
typically just off the podium. Yeah, as I say, like top, like four or five. Yeah, four or five. Typically, and the, I mean that's, and I think that each one of either one of them could could show up and get a win. I, I and think, it wouldn't surprise me. As I say, I think one of them, I think each of them will have a win this year. That's a good take. Uh, that's a good take, I, I and think, that's a good season for these guys. Yeah, this is a this is a stacked class. I mean, I mean, I don't. I, I think. I would like to see this is now this might be wishful thinking but I think that you're going to end up seeing a season where one of the least amount of race wins wins the championship um because of just the variety of riders that's going to win this year mm-hmm. um and I forgot to mention that this was also a close battle with the polls. Bam Bam edged out Marv 56% to 44%. And there for a long time, Marv was in the lead. So by the time we're done with this podcast, it might be switching back. But uh, So we got two Bam Bams and one Marv. Yep. yep Go Marv. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do like Bam Bam on that one. But, uh, um, yeah, man. So I think we're on to our next one, right? Yep. Our next one. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Um, the poll was not as close, but I, I, I like this matchup because it's kind of two polar opposite guys. Um, we're going to go with the uh, with uh, Adam Cincerillo and Jason Anderson uh, matchup. Um, <clears throat> these guys, you got a guy that's ascending in his career and a guy that uh, – an AC and then a guy that I feel he's not declining by any means, but I – I feel like he is happy where he's at as yeah. far as like he's happy being that podium guy but not necessarily striving for that uh, that championship again. I feel like he's wanting to 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 prolong his career and be happy with with uh you know if I'm a third place guy tonight fine. If I'm a fifth place guy tonight okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to push myself to end up getting hurt cuz he put he's been putting um complete seasons together. Uh, ever since he he got hurt after his championship, <clears throat> yeah, I mean uh, Anderson, man, he was looking good outdoors, and then that he had that arm oh, issue or yeah, hand issue. Hurt. Yeah, so um, he didn't really hurt himself. I think a bolt backed out of his steel plate or something. A bolt back out. Of your arm. <laughs> I mean, these guys are put together by like ten and <laughs> still yeah. ten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so. Um, I think a bolt came backed out or something, so he had to have surgery on it. Um, but he should be rested up, you know, more than some of these other guys that have yeah. been running outdoors. Um, and then uh, he's back on the bike riding again. And then he left Adam Baker. So, um, you know, maybe this new Team Fried thing, new trainer, staying out in Cowie, maybe it works for him. I uh, love the Team Fried. I, lo- <laughs> I love watching those, uh, those vlogs. That's pretty fun to watch. What's your take, RJ, on that? Yeah, I believe. I mean, I've watched AC um, coming up through the ranks through Loretta's and everything, and he was always a great rider. And and in the 250, I mean, he did great, and he had some falls and injuries. And and with Eli beside him, I mean, he he's done really well. His speed's great, and and um, everything. So uh, Anderson, I mean, Anderson, he's he's great. He's a good rider, and. He rides a husky, so you know I love husky. <laughs> and and he keeps the shirt out of his back and lets it fly. <laughs> so fly. I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're both great riders. That's that's a hard toss up to pick. The problem I have with not going a hundred percent on on AC train is the fact that he's on the ground a lot. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, he really is. He hits the ground a ton. <clears throat> and it's not a lack of ability. It's maybe a little bit too much effort sometimes. Uh, I'm not sure. But it seems like he likes to wash that front end out a lot. <laughs> I think he loses focus, like ADHD or something out there. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. Like... But it's frustrating to watch. <laughs> it's frustrating because I'm a huge AC fan. And, like, I'll be watching a race and Brittany will be sitting, chilling beside me, scrolling on her phone. <laughs> and I'll throw my hands up in the air and she'll be like, what, AC go down? I'm like, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's just it, – it, it's kind of becoming his thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that for him. I want him to be – be able to show his potential because he's got the potential. He's got the speed. I mean, shoot, as a as a uh, rookie, how many times in a row was he the fastest qualifier of the day? Oh yeah, I mean he was like he was fast. Was and it seven weeks in a row, something like that? Insane. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, which was you know what was hard is way back before the last year season happened. Uh, the the Monster Cup, he went like he was leading like every race mm -hmm. almost. And then he would slide out or have a mistake. I'm like, dude, you could already won a million dollars your rookie year. You know, what are you doing? And he's a consistent <laughs> starter. Yeah. He is consistently a good whole shot artist. And that helps, <laughs> especially with this crowd, because you're not going to – of these 12 guys, if you're the 12th man off the gate and into the first turn, do you think that person's going to win unless they are really on it? Like Tomac – Tomac would have tr have trouble coming from twelfth this this year. Yeah, you're go you're gonna have to make moves fast. You're not gonna be able to settle into the race. You're gonna have to gung ho and and try to pick off three or four at, at a time off the start. You know, make your make your right choices and pick the right lines and and uh, not get don't get caught up, caught up in carnage in the first turn and and all that. But uh, I'm with you guys. I mean, AC man, he's so fast. He always he, he's like I said, he always makes that little mistake. Um, Anderson, he's been a champion before. I think he could be a champion again. Just don't know how the new program is going to be. And um, he, he was good in the Supercross series last year too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was con consistent up there. You know, running. It's it's a toss up. I mean, I want to go AC. I really do because I think he's got the potential and I know he's got the speed. But Anderson's a pretty cool guy and uh, he's consistent. And he has a little bit more experience. I'm going to go Anderson. Okay, RJ, who do you got in this one? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with AC because he uh, he finished second. Um, or yeah, he uh, he he's uh, up there in the standings, and I think he he should be able to do really well this year um, with all the training he's done. So I'm gonna go with AC. And he's really not ever been until the last couple of years. He's really not been known for being that outdoor guy. And you just brought up the fact that he finished second in the his first 450 outdoor season, which is is insane. And you got to love like this kid, he is he is a student of the sport. Um, he he studies the sport from top to bottom. He knows his history of the sport and and he loves it so much and I think that that sometimes is is to his own fault cuz I think I think he just wants to do so good that sometimes he just pushes that extra little bit too hard. I mean, barring some mistakes this year, he could have beat um, he could have beat Osborne out for the title potentially. So, this being his second season, and he what ran about a half a season last year. It seemed like. Yeah, because he uh, broke his collarbone. And he had to have surgery. So, it, if it wasn't for those couple of races, he was up in the. Championship yeah, run. I mean, you're ta you're looking at, at probably at least a top five. Yeah. He was a top five championship guy last year, uh, barring the injury. Um, man, 
I'm a hu- I'm just gonna go let my fandom go ahead and give me <laughs> give me the uh, the AC vote because um, I feel like you're I feel like you okay if you pick t- one of these guys to win the championship you're gonna say AC probably has the more likely to win the championship but Anderson has the the more likelihood of not getting hurt and not having. Um, stupendous crashes <laughs> yeah. and he's already done it before so. and he's done it before he's done it before and he he seems more relaxed mm-hmm. and maybe being out of the baker program team fraud <laughs> <laughs> it's legal <laughs> i love his style too his his style is amazing Who, and, anderson yeah. yeah yeah anderson yeah, yeah. So you so you going AC? I'm going AC. What the people say? Did the you people the people have spoken and they went 69% AC and 31% Anderson. Dang guys, shoot. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everybody loves AC, man. He just seems like a fan guy, you know what I'm saying? So I think I think the fandom kicks in when it comes to AC. Everybody loves him. If he can have the success that he's capable of, I foresee him being like the next Dungey as far as um the face of the sport <clears throat> mm-hmm. i think that he would carry that weight really well because he has a personality everybody gravitates towards he has like that guy that you would put on the wheaties box <laughs> like <laughs> like uh like dungy was yeah. um um but in his own style like he's he's a fun guy he you know he he's a he's a good guy to uh to get an interview or to to hear an interview from because he's going to give you uh what you want to hear, and he's not a complainer, man. I I love hearing guys that don't like, like, don't make mis- cry babies. Yeah, Austin Forkner. Sorry, <laughs> we'll get into that next week. We'll get into that next hey, week. Speaking of interviews, I that's one reason I I like Moosecan because that dude will give you a, a full like. It reminds me when I was a kid out riding in a trail with you know, and coming back and be like, dude, you see that rut I hit, man? I he hit that rut so hard and came through it, or did you see what I did this? And that's like what, what's like watching Moosecan every time he does an interview. I love that. My how, wife hates it. I love it. How many times has Marv finished second place and they don't have time to interview the third place guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got two ACs and one Anderson on this yep. one, and the uh, that has went with the people on yep. this one. So it seems like we're kind of going – you know, we're going two for two for one, yeah. And we're kind of favoring what the people say. Uh, so our next, we're getting into the uh, nitty gritty here. Our next matchup is going to be Ken Roxon and Zach Osborne. Now, this is a uh, one of my favorite matchups because I feel like you could make cases for either one of these guys winning the championship this year. Well, they both are so close and both never won one. Yeah. They're so close. It's so crazy to, like, you know, talk about Osborne in this way because this is only his third year mm-hmm. on the big bike, um, right? Am, I, am yeah. I right when I say third year? Yeah, it would be a third year. Yeah, yeah, third year on the big bike. So, man, but he's he, he's got the uh, the – the elder <laughs> mindset and and you know he he is an elder of the sport uh as far as as far as most of these guys go so this is an interesting matchup the people spoke on this one and they went 62 percent roxon and 38 percent osborne and that was the biggest shocker for me i was surprised to see the percentage be that much on uh roxon 
How many women we got on our Instagram voting for this stuff? I like, mean, everybody votes for AC. You know, women love AC. Everybody thinks Rockton's cute. <laughs> I mean, what is it? People don't like the eyebrows of Osborne or what? <laughs> I think we got like three girls that follow oh, us. Oh, <laughs> And two of them are our wives. <laughs> RJ, RJ, was, RJ, you voting for Rockton? <laughs> uh, uh, What's your take on that, RJ? Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough because you know Rockton. He he has a lot to prove, and it and he needs to do well. And and Osborne, you know, he's he's one of the main guys for Husky, and he he's shown, you know everything that he's needed to do, needed to do. And, and I believe with his, um, you know, his, uh, history of winning, um, I believe he should do really well, um, in the championship. Yeah. So you going Osborne or are you going Roxon? Ooh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'll go with Osborne. Um, because he he won the motocross championship, um, and I think he's got a lot of um, a lot of uh, help and everything. So I think I think Osborne's gonna uh, do really well. Yeah. Brandon, oh, okay, my turn. All right, <laughs> I'll go. Um, I, I'll bring up the rear. You on gotta this bring one. up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I tell you, that, that's a tough matchup. Um, Roxon, uh, he's got this. He's getting the speed. The only thing like I said before in the show, can he can he endure it? these three races close 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 close? You know, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. That's a lot of riding, mm-hmm. no recovery time. Can did he get it figured out? Is he finally back to full health? Um, that's, I'm so sick of the sickness talk. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, dude, dude. Almost, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I say that in a way. I'm frustrated for, <laughs> for him. him. Yeah, because it's like. We all see it. We all know. Oh yeah, I mean, and and it's crazy to see somebody that you know puts the work in is hitting a wall in Supercross when Supercross is really not the the grueling of the two sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's understandable to see him hit the wall um, at, when he's at WW Ranch and it's 105 degrees out. Mm-hmm. But hitting the wall at, at Supercross, that's it. Just it's weird to see, and I, I don't know. You know, hopefully the time he took and took the uh, outdoors off was ready, uh, would help to prepare him for this uh, Supercross run that he's going to have. But um, um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. What's your pick? Well, I haven't got – I didn't get to finish all mine there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, to it, cut me off, man. I tell you. No, I'm joking. Uh, no. Uh, Ro- yeah, Roxon, you know, like you said, didn't want all that stuff with the sickness and, and, and had a crazy – that year he got hurt. He was on fire. I don't think anyone was going to touch him, and then he had the big mess up. But uh, so then you got Osborne, a guy, his was a prodigy his whole life. Couldn't make it at first, and had to go overseas, and then you know slept in a tent, in slept in tents, <laughs> and so he's he's dude that that dude can grind it out. And then you know he comes back, and always stands out in my mind is that Las Vegas Supercross, coming from the falling in the start, you know on the start chasing down Savachi. Putting the move on him, you can say it was aggressive, whatever. It was for the championship. I mean, I'm all for it. All bets are off at that point. And, yeah, and catches him. He shouldn't have caught him anyways. But, anyways, no. <laughs> he catches him, does that. So, I think this 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 dude, I'm going to have to go Osborne because I'm telling you, he's a fighter. He's he's. They're both fighters. Don't get me wrong. They're both fighters. But Osborne, 
he'll get it. He's you gritty. Know? Yes. He is gritty. He will, dude, he'll give you all effort, 100%. No, it doesn't matter what it is. And he disproved it on the outdoors. Mm-hmm. He hung it out, did what he had to do. I think he's going to uh, be a contender for this year for the championship. So, <laughs> man, this is a tough one because I, I'm with you on Osborne. I think that he is – I think that he is a guy that rides momentum um, and, and really excels when, you know, like you hear people say that you almost have to accidentally win that first one and then you click it and it just clicks. And we saw that this year with, the, uh, with him winning the last race of the Supercross series and then it just clicked. And he was hands down the most consistent guy um, in the outdoor series and, and – it, he just he he grinds it out and he finishes what he starts and I think that he's definitely going to be a player this year that he's going to he's going to be a thorn in the Tomac Webb rocks and side like mm-hmm. every week I think that he's going because you know once he got up there and realized he can run with these guys like he he he's not forgot that since so um, but I think that rocks and is selling out for a final championship run. I I think that if he's going to win a championship ever in Supercross, it's going to be this year. And I don't think that – I don't think he's going to – he might race another year, but I feel like this is the year that he's going to be selling out for. He he didn't do outdoors, and I think it was for the, the – Obviously, you know, he had a baby uh, right there, um, right in the middle of outdoors. So that that played a factor as well. But I think that he is selling out for this championship. And but he has questions we have to answer with the sickness, with the, you know, um, the new bike, the new bike. Um, And then a, a question I have on this paper is he's not somebody that you typically see is able to race his way to the front. Um, he, when he starts up front, he finishes up front. Um, he's that guy that when he gets a whole shot, he's, he, you know, it's like, okay, we can wrap this up now because he, he, he wins his, his first few lap speeds, getting out there and getting a comfortable gap, getting that three, four second gap and then walk and then just kind of, you know, cruising away with it. That's his style. Um, I don't think he's comfortable with racing his way to the front now. So it all depends on the start that he's going to get each and every race. But, um, I'm going to go with Roxon in this this matchup because I think that that he, like I said, he's he's selling out for this one last final final run because I don't think he races more than two more years. Um, I just don't see that. I could be wrong, but I just don't see that from him. Uh, so I think that he's going to sell out and try to go for the championship this year. You with the people? I'm with the people. Me and RJ against the people. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are in that thirty. I'm against the people. Against the people. <laughs> you guys are in that thirty-eight percentile. <laughs> did, did my rambling on speech sway you guys at all? No, no. no. Osborne's a fighter. He's gonna, he's gonna get it. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but I believe in Osborne. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. The last, the last, last one. Last one. Last one, and this is gonna be a fun one too. Yeah. Uh, we got Tomac versus Webb. People, this is another surprising one as far as. The gap um, in percentage. Tomac took sixty-five percent. Webb took thirty-five percent. That's crazy because yeah. I don't see it that clear cut at all. No. Um, Webb about stole it from him last at the last couple of rounds. He was he was coming. He had, and he 
after that huge crash he had in Arlington, yeah. I believe it was Arlington last year when he had that he had the crash. Back. That that uh, dude, that, that I thought he was done. I thought he was like going to be like paralyzed or something. Oh yeah, we're, yeah those we're, are concrete. <clears throat> those are concrete block like um, big squares underneath there. That's not dirt. That's concrete. Yeah, that he landed on. <laughs> yeah, right on his back. Oh gosh, that looked like it hurt. But um, man, you talk about a grinder. Like he he's a hard worker and. Um, He's a gamer. Like, he's that guy that it's like, oh, man, Webb qualified 12th today, so he's not got it. And then somehow, you know, he passes six people and and passes, like, to, the likes of Tomac, Roxon, and Osborne to get to the front. Um, he just – he's a racer. He's not a qualifier. He's not a, you know, yeah. uh, a, a sprinter as far as um, lap times are concerned. But he's, he's a gamer, so that's an interesting matchup. And then Tomac, I mean – the most dominant guy. I mean, besides winning the championship, uh, race for race, he's been the most dominant guy in the sport for the past five years. Yeah. RJ? Yeah, he um, – Tomac, I mean, he has that multi-year agreement, and it ends in 20 – it ends this year. So, with him, it, I'm assuming he wants – Tomac wants to end on Cowie. So, it's – you'd think Tomac – would would want to come out swinging, want to win, um, do everything he can to win one more championship before he goes. And with Webb, I mean, he's in the same boat. Uh, but I think I think Webb still has a couple more years um, to race. So um, I think it's more more on Tomac to win than uh, Webb. Yeah. So do you think you think Tomac's close to retirement? Uh, yeah, I'd, well, he might he might have another year, I'd say, but I'd say you know one to three years is the, the rest for him. Maybe that's why he was selling his was at a Porsche or something on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> He's had that baby too, so yeah. <laughs> to phone that baby. Yeah, so I, I'm uncertain about his future. Yeah, what's your take on Webb? Webb, I mean he he's uh, I love to watch him ride and. Um, he, he's a great rider and, um, I think overall he should, he should be, uh, I'd say top five every, every round. If he can stay consistent, uh, have a couple wins, um, he should be, um, a contender for the championship. Which one are you picking? <laughs> oh man, that's, uh, uh, I would, I would say, um, I'm gonna go with Tomac um, because it's it, it could be his last year to to win it to have the best shot at the championship. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm right there with you. But uh, oh man, Tomac and Webb, those guys. Tomac finally got it. Pressure's off, I think, a little bit for him. Um, one of the fastest guys you've ever seen ride Supercross. Doesn't put it to see all these seasons together, but. He's got a lot of wins. Um, then you got a guy that Cooper Webb came up, didn't have no success on the Yamaha, goes to KTM, the first year on KTM, wins a championship. Second year, almost pulls it off. I mean, him and uh, Tomac, a couple of races, man. Tomac would have had a bad finish one race. I think Webb wins it again. Um, if Webb doesn't have that accident yeah. in Arlington. Yeah, Webb doesn't have that. And if Tomac makes a big mistake in Salt Lake, it was Webb's, I think, to win. So, um, man, that's, it's a hard toss-up. They're both – I think they're both kind of pricks, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
they do. They have that uh, that attitude. Um, you know, Webb has that attitude, and Tomac has that kind of like that. You know, no one's better than me attitude, and and so doesn't Webb. I think a little bit, but that's just from the podium. I. You know what's funny? You, you talk about that attitude, and it almost seems like sometimes it comes with the territory of where they're at in their career. Uh, because like towards the end, like I started like not liking Dungey because mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, he's starting to have like a bad attitude. And we all know like Villapoto, like his attitude sucked. Yeah. Like that fourth championship, he was like, I don't really care. You can throw the throw it in the trash. <laughs> it seemed like. Yeah. But now like Villapoto is like one of the coolest, oh, funniest guys. Like he was, I don't know, RJ, did you watch that or listen to that uh, last pulp episode with, uh, with uh, Villapoto, and Jake Weimer. Yeah, Jake yeah. and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, Villapoto, I mean, he uh, he had some struggles through his career, but overall, I mean, his number one priority through his whole career was to win. And if you look at Jake Weimer, I mean, he was there for, you know, top five, top ten. I mean, uh, Villapoto was there to get first and no matter what. You know, and I think that's that's tough on somebody to um, have to win every time. You know, that that's your mentality is to win, and and that's how Tomac is too. Is he 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 knows he has to win. That's and that's his number one goal. Yeah, and we can say say so the same thing for Webb as well. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, oh yeah, Webb. Yeah, Webb's yeah, up. true with Webb. Back what back to what Brandon was saying. saying yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love both of these guys as a sport, and and and. It, I'm fine with it. I know why they got to be that way. I mean, all the fast guys, you know, as racing, when you come up to a track and you kind of know who the fast guys are because it seems like they carry this big ego <laughs> over their head. And it, you have to have it because if you don't have that confidence, then you're, you're not going to go out there and perform. And uh, so, I mean, all, you know, all jokes aside. Um, they come to the race with the mentality that everybody else is trying to take their money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's you know, that's, that's true. That's retirement money, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, these guys don't have a, you know, they're not re- still working at sixty years old. You know, they're, they're they're done working at thirty-five. Most of them, you know, thirty-one between thirty and thirty-five years old, and and um, they're done. And then they're like, what do I do? Go back to school or bag groceries or what? Um, <laughs> or be an announcer. Yeah. <laughs> so so who you got, Brandon? Oh man. Um. See, if Colton was here, he'd tell me to pick Tomac because that's a Tom- <laughs> he's a Tomac guy. Um, but I'm going to go Webb. Uh, I think Webb is going to pull it off, have a good year, and uh, uh, I think it's going to be a great battle. But I'm going to go Webb. I'm going to go against the people again. Go against <laughs> the people. <sighs> so okay, so we got RJ's with Tomac and Brandon's with Webb. Um, the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the fact that. I'm just going to touch back on the fact that, that that I think that Webb is that gamer that I don't think that he huh, um I think that he thrives under that pressure of of you know this guy is fat like Tomac's faster than me today mm-hmm. I'll show him you know I'm going to I'm going to go up there and you know I'm maybe one of like the smallest stature guys on the track but I'm going to try to intimidate he, them he treats, it like, them he treats it like um, it's me versus the whole world yeah. kind of do. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about how, you know, uh, I forget. I think it was one of the um, – I think it was one of the Salt Lake rounds where he came up to the line and he was in between 
uh, Tomac and Rocks, and he looked at both of them. He's like, you mother effers ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember yep, that. Yeah, yep. That sounds like something he'd say, right? Yeah, for so, sure. So he's that guy that, like, he, he treats it like it's going to war. And, and he's good at it. He's good at that mental game, and um, I'm excited to see what he does this year. He's staying healthy, uh, of course, but um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Webb. I think that he's going to um, not only take Tomac in this uh, in this challenge, but I think that he's gonna uh, take the championship as well this year. Wow! Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. I was gonna. Um, I was gonna ask you guys who you really thought was gonna win the whole thing. Well, but, uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but I think we should. You know, now that we've done this, we should pick top five. Top five. Uh, who we think is going to finish in what order? And I'll write them down. That way we can re. <laughs> that way we can re. Uh, revisit those yeah. during the uh, during the uh, end of the season this That's year. Right, yeah. So, all right, RJ, you're up first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Top, you put, top put five. Me, uh, got pressure. The That's guest. Right. The got guest has pump. the highest well, honors. Got arm pump. <laughs> <laughs> he got arm pump. <laughs> Don't case that triple. <laughs> I got arm pump sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, top five. Top five championship. Um, I got my pen out, RJ. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No backsies. Um, I would say. <laughs> I would say uh, fifth place. Oh, he's um, going from the bottom up. Okay, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go with fifth first. Um, fifth, I'll say. Anderson, fifth. Okay. Um, do you want me? Do you want me to just keep racking them off? Yep. <laughs> yeah. If if you want to okay. say anything about the reason why, then you can. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. rack them off if you want to. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Anderson will be top five most of the um, championship. He's pretty consistent. Um, fourth, I'm gonna say uh, Roxon. Uh, fourth. Ooh, that's a long ways down um, there. <laughs> Um, and then third uh, AC and um, I think AC can get top three a lot of podiums for the year Um, second will have to be Webb and then first is Tomac didn't you pick uh, (laughs) didn't you pick Osborne to beat uh, yeah, you forgot about Osborne. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's hard. To it's play. tough. <laughs> it's hard. No, it's hard tough. To put it's tough because that's yeah. going to happen to every one of us. Yeah. Once we pick our top five, we're going to be like, "Oh crap, I forgot about this guy right. that should be in the top five. But there's only room for five. Yeah, yeah and fantasy, there's about seven guys that should be there. Gonna be, fantasy's going to be tough. Fantasy's going to be really hard this year. Yeah, unless you're like that uh, Jim Bob five oh five that gets. Everything right every week. I mean, I don't know how how they do it, but I'm an A Ray guy when it comes to fantasy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, shoot. We'll have to bring you on, RJ. For uh, I think I think we should have like a fantasy um, um, like section of the podcast every week where yeah. we just kind of like go over our fantasy scores and we talk about how I win every week and you know, <laughs> yeah, eat my dust. <laughs> Oh, shoot. So, Brandon, do you want to go first or want to go last? Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. I, I can go next, I guess, if you want. I can go. Or do Don't you want to go? You can go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead. <clears throat> All right. So, we already know I'm taking Webb first, but we'll go five five to one. Okay. Um, oh, man. I'm going to 
gosh, man, you look at these guys. Like you're looking at like we're talking about Barsha having a great year, Musk and um, AC Anderson, and then I mean, there's no, I don't see a way that the Sexton or Fernandez finished in the top five as far as you know their first year, not this year. Um, I'm gonna go fifth with. I'm gonna go Barsha finishing fifth this year. Um, I think that he. He's in a place where the, I think that he's going to be able to be more consistent. Um, so I think I'm going to give the fifth place to Bam Bam. Um, I think that he's going to come out with maybe two wins this year, and 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 then rack up some a few podiums, and then you know top fives, maybe out of the top five several times as well. Because, like I said, I don't think anybody finishes on the podium every single race this year. There's just no. No way, not with this class. Well, now watch me come out and it's like the <laughs> same three guys. Yeah, same three guys. Same three guys every 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 week. But I'm gonna go uh, Barsha with a fifth place. Um, I'm going to go. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, AC fourth. Barsha AC. Hmm. <laughs> Man, this is tough. This is, this is honestly. Dang it. Yeah, okay. You got to pick Osborne, Rod. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, Barsha, AC. Dang it. There's like four guys, and there's only three spots. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Barsha, AC. Um,. Roxon Osborne Webb, I think Tomac finishes outside the top five. Oh wow! Just because I, I whoa, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't write, really write, think write that. Those down right now. I don't really it. think I'm gonna get like the the the, the dumbass <laughs> award of the year. <laughs> hey man, I'll tell you what. After watching Tomac in the outdoors, it's like does he still have it? No, that's the thing because like I feel like. But but he, then he showed up. There's a couple races. And you're like, okay, well, there's Tomac. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. This is a tough pick. It's right a good here. thing we don't have money on this right now. We could. Good. <laughs> five dollars. Five dollars is five dollars. <laughs> All right, Brent, Brandon, you go ahead and pick your pick. five dollar. Five dollar book. Foot long. Um. All right. So my top five. Um. I'm going to go. Bam Bam, number five. Just because he's on the new bike and he's going to have a consistent year. Um, my number four is going to be Chase Sexton, which you guys never Whoa. even thought about. Yep. You guys never I even did say, about. I did say Chase Sexton. I said Sexton and Fernandez wouldn't finish in the top five uh, this year. <laughs> okay. Well, Sexton's going to be. He's going to be up there. Calling it right now. Um, so what's your fifth? Fifth, and s- fifth is Bam Bam. Fourth is Sexton. Okay. Uh, then we're going to go with Marvin Muskan. What? Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys are all going to be jealous when I hit the jackpot when you're when this fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so you're winning your own know, five dollars back. <laughs> I know Colton's going to be mad if uh, you don't pick Tomac. I know, right? He's going to be pissed. Good thing we're not going to tell him. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, all right, so where am I at number on two? So wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you got Bam Bam Sexton, Marvin. Okay, and then we're going to go um, Tomac and Webb. Tomac second, Webb first. 
So both of you are leaving Osborne out. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. It's I'm, tough. No, I, it's tough. I kind of forgot about Osborne, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean Osborne, man. Uh, you forgot about a lot of guys. <laughs> well, I know, I know, I know. See, I, 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 I think Marv is going to be one of those guys. I'm telling you, Marv is going to come. He's got vengeance. Can I change my first, uh, web? Because I want to go Osborne first. So you think Webb's gonna Webb's either gonna finish first or not even on the top not five. even on the top? Five. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. That's hilarious because if you look at these lists, each one of our winners aren't even in the top five of <laughs> of of the other guys. Uh, uh, the list. Top five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah, um, I'm glad you said that because I, I I caught Osborne earlier. Um, I, I I really think he's got uh, got it. But man, like you said, so many like I was thinking, Tomac, Webb, and then Osborne, <clears throat> and uh, heck, I didn't even put Anderson on there. So I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. No, I didn't either. I didn't put Anderson and in mind as and well. And then you know, don't forget about you know, <laughs> we have guys we haven't even talked about, Justin Brayton. Uh, yeah, Justin Brayton's gonna. Hey, you never I know. N- no, you just I'd... never know. You just never know. <sighs> RJ, where do you? Just correct me if I'm wrong. Justin Brayton's going to end up being a ten to twelve guy this year. Yeah, I'd say I'd say maybe a couple top tens, but it's yeah, tough. It's tough. I mean, he's a top nine, five guy. 10 to Eleven. Yeah. He's a top five guy, yeah. but there's 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 get, ten top five guys right now. There's all. It's it's crazy. I mean, don't forget about Benny Bloss. Um, he's another guy. Yeah, that, Benny finished third. Or, yeah. uh the last. Supercross yeah. race of the season, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. And he's got a full ride, and I think that's when he was a privateer, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So you got Benny Bloss, um, well, of course, Justin Reck and Bogle. Uh, <laughs> I know we're going to start on him. And uh, there's a lot of guys out there, and then man. One guy that, you know, is completely missing from the puzzle that would typically be in here is going to be Blake Baggett because he's not even racing this season. Yeah, I don't season. think he's even racing. Like, he is kind of dropped off the face of the earth, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's done with some stuff. I, I'm not sure, but I'm a big Blake Baggett fan. If he was. I would have chosen him because I'm, I'm that's to win. Who, yeah, not to win the whole thing, but <laughs> to be in the top five. Um, another guy that we didn't talk about with the rookies, and we kind of like, kind of forgot about was Shane McElrath. Hey, you guys didn't even think about him. I'm still kind of not. I, I yeah, mean, he, yeah, McElrath gets great starts. Yeah, that's one good thing about him. And these McElrath's going to be the next 800 out there. If getting a great start, then dropping to 12. Well, I mean, if you if you remember right, <laughs> I mean, you know, if he has the right bike, he's going to be on this Honda. Um, they've already done a lot of testing with the 2020 because their team's running the 2020 Honda. Um, Shane always does really good on the Red Bull rhythms. So I know he was on the 250, and it didn't. Sometimes 250s. Uh, some people don't have a lot of success, and then they go to the 450, and it's like, hey, where's this dude been? So I know it's just it, it's this this crowd, man. Um, I think this is a historically talented group of riders that we have in the 450. Top 15 group. is is you can't even. Well, top 15 is elite in the world. We're talking like like I'm a huge fan of like the Seven Deuce Deuce and Alex Ray. Those guys are in LCQs. <sighs> Can't even make it out of the like, LCQ. No, honestly, like these guys are probably getting better and better, but are they going to make it at LCQs this year? Last year, these guys were. Um, last year, these guys, Alex Ray and, and the Seven Deuce Deuce, were maybe the last one or two in the. Um, the main. In the main, and then you add another couple guys, like you said, um, Shane Sexton, Fernandez. Like it's going to be pushing some of these privateers out. RJ, you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got a little fuzzy <laughs> there for a fuzzy, second. Yeah. Okay. So. Fuzzy, fuzzy. But yeah, it's gonna be. 
it's going to be one of the most contested championships I think to date. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think anybody's going to be able to strike. So, so yeah. And you got to think of um, Martine Davila. She was the rookie of the year. <sighs> Mar- yeah. Year. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's so. true. Like I said, I'm sure there's a because AC wrecked. Because <laughs> yeah, AC wrecked. I really, I really think there's a lot of players out there we're not even thinking about, um, and they keep popping up. So rookie of the year being the oldest guy in the field too. <laughs> hey, speaking of there's the oldest also, guy, uh, did Chad Reed really retire, or is he coming back? No, or? he he's not coming. Because I heard he, I thought I heard something about maybe he didn't really get a fair, you know, farewell, uh, a good tour. To end, farewell end the, tour. There you go. Yeah. I can't talk right now, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, is he going to come back or not? No, he's not, not this year, especially because because he's not going to get the farewell tour this year. That's true. It's going to be the same as last year, as far as like limited fans and all that good stuff. I mean, we're looking at. I kind of hope he doesn't, because I can't see that man like almost cry again on TV. If I, had, <laughs> I mean, they keep showing him and they kept interviewing him, and you could just tell like every time he get on, he'd be like wanted to, you know, just let go and just. Start crying. I'm like, man, I can't watch a grown man cry on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that, I mean, we're getting pretty close to the end of the 450 show. I mean, Brandon's yeah. talking about grown men crying. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this, there, there's another guy in there, um, Brock Tickle. Yeah, Brock. Um, Jeez, man. Yeah, he signed a, he signed a one-year contract with Meta Concepts. So he, He's another he top ten. He took spot because, yeah. Yeah. What is it? I said he's another t- top ten guy too. Yeah, I'm glad to see him get a ride because he had that, you know. <laughs> yeah, he got a raw um, deal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad to see him back. Yeah. So this is this this has been a fun podcast. I like this debate stuff. This yeah, is fun. It's fun. Yeah. We we ought to do this for the uh, hey RJ, you free next week for the 250? <laughs> yeah, I could probably I could do the 250. That's fine. <laughs> This uh, I like this like head to head stuff. I, yeah, I think we should have our uh, top five already listed, so we can have <laughs> you know a better shot at it. Better, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. hey, come on, this this is all about uh, looking like a butthead on the on the podcast. So. <laughs> I do yeah, it a lot. Yeah, you guys put me on the spot to go first <laughs> on the top five. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that was Brandon. Hey, what RJ doesn't know, like we already had it all planned out, and we're over here just. Uh, uh, I just made it sound like I didn't know who I was picking, and Cooper's over there scratching his head. I'm over here scratching my head. I took me like 15 minutes to just get past Barsha and AC. He couldn't read his own handwriting. That's all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to block past you this year in the woods and stuff uh, when we go racing this year. Heck so. yeah, man. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> All right, man. Well, RJ, thanks for being on the line with us. Um, we appreciate you coming in and helping us uh, helping us do this 450, th- 450 thing today. It, uh, it was fun. I like this head-to-head stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we got to keep this going like, yeah. with all of our preview shows. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's a blast being on here, and, and I'm glad you guys started this podcast. Oh man, thanks. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, we can't believe people actually like listen to us talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just like they just like hearing me make big mistakes, so that's all. <laughs> it happens every once in a while, no big deal. <laughs> so uh hey RJ, thanks for being on the podcast today, brother. We're gonna go ahead and let you go and uh we're gonna be signing off here. Okay, thanks guys. See all you right, guys. Man. All right, man. Thank Talk you, you later, man. Well, Brandon. 
Yeah. My brain's hurting. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I'm, a lot I'm, of I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready. <laughs> Can we race, watch the race tomorrow or what? I know. So hopefully between now and next week, we get some clarification on who's racing East and West Coast so we can give you guys a good podcast. Uh, yeah, hopefully. If worse guys. comes to worse, we can just like head to head 250 riders, no matter what, co- on where we just think forever. they're going to race. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll guess if we have to. Um, make it interesting for you guys. To yeah. So, to. hey guys, if you're still on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> remember uh, go to the Pulp MX and get signed up for the Fantasy League. Um, if you haven't already, it's pretty easy to do. Uh, like I said, you can pay for it, but you don't have to. Um, if you pay for, I paid for the um, the Supercross and the Motocross all in one, and it's forty bucks for the whole season, which isn't bad. Because well, you win some pretty cool prizes yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, if you, you have three chances. They they give away three dirt bikes a year. Yeah. So, and then a bunch of other cool prizes. Yeah, if helmets, you do good. all kinds of stuff, guys. Yeah, so but you can get off for free, um, but make sure <clears throat> that you go to the leagues and search for the Split Line Off-Road League, and uh, you'll be there with us, and uh, we'll be talking talking uh, fantasy throughout the season and uh, giving our um, – Cooper's going to be over here crying a little bit when I spank him every week. But, <laughs> who spanked you last year? <laughs> <laughs> it was close, man. It was close. It was fun. So, um, yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Also, make sure you go to our Facebook and Instagram. You already know what that is, Split Line Off-Road underscore with the uh, – with the uh, Instagram, and um, we're going to be heading off here, guys. Brandon, you got a song you want to leave, too? Oh, man. Uh, we'll think of something. All right, guys. All right, man. Peace, guys. Later. Tell me.